Hey everybody, welcome back to the Wayback Chronicles podcast. My name is Steve McKelkey and I'm here with my lifelong friends Keith Abbott and Noel Kirsch. As you recall in this podcast, we cover all the greatest events from 1970 to current. Steve is going to be talking about the music of 2008. So Steve, I'm really excited to hear how this is going to go. So I'm going to turn it over to you. Well, I'll try first of all to not set a high level of expectations because as we talked about at the end of the movie episode, um, music started to go a different direction and uh, the, the access to music started to uh, uh, change uh, prior to really 2008, uh, you started to really just go into, you, you could go into Best Buy or Walmart or wherever, buy, buy hundreds of different type of CDs out there. And uh, you know what sounds good right now? Peanut butter sandwich. Peanut butter cookies, man. Yeah, I mean. Peanut butter cookies. You aren't wrong. Yeah. yeah. So so for the listeners, and, and I'm sorry, Steve, but for the listeners, the we are on camera and Keith just brought in this hot, uh, I don't even know if it's hot, but it looks hot. It's a hot peanut butter cookie that his wife just gave him. And it is like, he's making us jealous. I'm, I am intentionally distracting them. Yeah. It is, happy about yeah. It. It's not fair. Anyway. I mean, yeah, I told the guys that, that getting this episode of 20 minutes would be, uh, impossible and Keith just added two minutes with this cookie uh, tirade so, happy to so help. We'll, happy to help. To, we'll get to 20 minutes folks don't worry your commute will be filled by this episode so <laughs> so what one thing i could probably promise all our listeners and uh, there's probably not gonna be a lot of songs that we talk about that noel will start singing to uh and i'll be honest whenever i was reading through the top songs for 2008 i had to YouTube search or Apple music search a lot of these songs just to find out what the heck it is. And in many cases, I was like, Oh, I've heard that before, but mm-hmm. haven't, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll start to understand this. But anyway, so, so one of the big things that really happened in 2008 is the availability of streaming music had existed for a few years. Uh, but really 2008 was really the last, if you want to call it big year in CD sales, CD record sales. And so there's sort of really become an obvious shift in how music lovers listen to and purchase music. So uh, we saw record sales drop drastically in 2008. Uh, consumers started to migrate away from the CD formats. So you remember you used to be able to walk into Best Buy and there would be six, seven aisles of, of CDs and, and uh, hundreds of titles and now they don't exist anymore. And That's I don't true. think you can even buy a CD if you wanted to, unless it's a pawn shop or something. Right. But um, yeah, so, so retailer space started to minimize. And then also in 2008, we had that recession. So mm. discretionary spending started to become uh, minimal. And so, uh, and of course a lot more uh, consumers had computers. So, so there was a lot more access to it. Um, I'm sure Keith, whenever he talks about TV in future episodes, probably talked about, a little bit of the transition from like MTV where we grew up as Gen Xers. A lot of the songs that we heard for the first time was on MTV or, mm-hmm. or on the radio. And uh, many cases now it, it became you know, on the internet or, or uh, whatever format we we're listening to at the time. So video yeah. killed the radio star. That's right. That's right. That's right. I love that I song. Sing. Yeah. It's a great song. Uh, so total album sales in 2008 uh, was roughly 428 uh, millions, but that includes CDs and album downloads. Oh. So we, in mm. 2007 or from 2007 to 2008, there was a 14% drop, uh, according to uh, Nielsen sound scan, which does the radio or the music version 
uh, like Nielsen ratings for TV. Uh, and so really, uh, the industry's peak for record CD sales was 2000. So by the time we got 2008, uh, we'd seen a 45% decline in, in number of records bought by consumers. And uh, however, we saw a significant rapid increase in digital music purchases. So uh, sales of music, uh, digital music continued to rise steeply. Uh, just over a billion songs were downloaded in 2008. So that big mm-hmm. milestone for that year, that was a 27% increase from 2007. And, uh, and so a lot of record companies say they were finally beginning to see significant profits from what was an unprofitable format with digital music. And um, you think about back then, if you think of how you first accessed uh, digital music online, what were some of the first formats or platforms you could think of? Napster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Napster was the yeah. first one that came to my mind. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Kazaa was the other one. And, and and they were all considered to be, you know, music piracy sites. And there was yep. a, you know, a huge um, dilemma. And, hey, is this good for, for our music artists? And mm-hmm. so they're a lot, you know, starting to um, uh, sue to protect their content. Um, and it really became a, a big big uh, guess or get big challenge for, for uh, the music world. There's a documentary out there right now on Netflix about the beginnings of Spotify. Um, if you haven't watched that, that's pretty good. It kind of gets into this whole, you know, moving, moving the music industry from a, um, where you go to the store and you purchase a thing and you put it into your player, play it to you download it online. And uh, <clears throat> that whole, it's a pretty good documentary. I think it's like multi, I think if, if I remember, um, there's multiple episodes on it. Um, pretty, pretty well done. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so beautiful segue by Noel, cause actually in 2008 is when Spotify started. I, and I, we yeah. honestly did not practice that, but yeah, yeah. 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 Help out. Noel and, uh, <laughs> yeah. here, we, here we go vamping to get us to 20 minutes, but, uh, <laughs> as you know, Spotify, you know, today is super strong. Yeah. It's uh, one of the number one formats. Uh, and, and by the and, way, and the way true. that Chronicles are available on Spotify, just, oh, just yes, say, you know, absolutely. please, please feel free. If you're a listener to download the Wayback Chronicles podcast. Okay, and go the, back to you, another Steve. Another silky segue, like <laughs> that right there. Uh, so, so, and really, back in two thousand eight was you know the the big digital music platforms uh, was iTunes had been around for a few years by that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon Music had launched in two thousand seven, the prior year, and then there was two formats that I do not remember. This one started in two thousand seven called Bandcamp. I've never heard of that one. And Boy. then se- and Seven Digital started in two thousand four. Mm-hmm. Both of I those formed to me. Those are to me too. I, I don't recognize them. Yeah, yeah. Don't know that one. Yeah. Either one of them. And, and these these next two are funny. So if you think about uh, web music streaming sources, it's where you just find a song, listen to it. Uh, you know, we sort of talked about this uh, in previous episodes. Any guess what was one of the the first big music streaming sources? It wasn't it wasn't like a Napster. Well, the big one for two thousand eight was. The first big one was MySpace. Oh, that gosh. makes total sense because yeah. MySpace was really originally created for music artists. Okay, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and so and Keith, you even talked about I think it was in the '95 when we started talking about social media, how how yeah. uh, um, MySpace <laughs> is still around, and and we thought MySpace was so cool because you go to your page and you could hear hear like a, you could yeah, pick a song. song. 
yeah, have a theme yeah. song for your page and so that's pretty cool and then youtube was very early and and being a major streaming source on this which i was surprised it wasn't a little more advanced prior to 2008 but youtube really started to become a big platform for music from a streaming source yeah, that makes sense. so um one of y'all logged into your your uh myspace account was it you steve yeah it was yeah still alive it's uh you know it's, i it's, uh what's your theme I, song i don't think i ever set one on mine oh. so you missed out on a big opportunity. So, you know, let's let's talk about, like, there's pros and cons to both of these formats, right? Because I remember, and we've talked about this in another episode too, I remember the, the joy of finding that album at the store that I couldn't wait to get when it released, mm -hmm. right? But then I also appreciate how if somebody tells me about a song today that they love, I can go and find it right now mm -hmm. on my couch. So... Yep. I can't really say that my, in my opinion, one is really better than the other. There was some awesome feelings of being able to find that find in the stores or discover something, but there's, there's also something to be said about the ease and convenience of being able to find anything at your fingertips right now. So I don't know which, what do y'all, which one do you think is, is there better or worse or what's your opinion? I mean, I think once technology caught up to, uh, once technology progressed to the point where it could transfer large large file sizes like i mean music is not a, is i mean the multimedia files are not small let, let me try to True. get that out of my mouth but multimedia files are not small mm -hmm. so you need to be able to train you need to have technology that can transfer a large file like that quickly so back when you know file downloads used to when this all started back in the day uh it took like hours you know, to, to download a song. And so, and they were, it was common to have interruptions with uh, downloads and such. So back to back then too. So, I mean, but now that technology has progressed to the point it has today, I prefer streaming. I don't, I don't, I can't remember. I mean, I think it's, it, everybody kind of feels that way, obviously, because can you find CDs now in stores? It's all online. So yeah. at some point, technology and retail kind of passed each other mm -hmm. and technology kind of took over. So I think the people have spoken that they prefer everything to be online. Mm -hmm. I know I certainly do, but yeah. back when it took like half a day to download Jump from Van Halen, yeah, I don't know, not so much. You know, no. it's a very frustrating experience back yeah. then. Definitely much better way to get our, our connections of what we're looking forward to hearing right now. I, I love it. I do. I, like I say, there's something to be said about the nostalgic way of discovery, uh, oh, the sure. old way, but I, I definitely, there are some things where if I reported back to 1980 or something like that, there's things I would seriously miss and being able to oh, get yeah. music like as quick as we can now, I would be sad to not be able oh, to. Oh yeah. 100%. You know, it's funny because you know, we, we, we talk about uh, streaming music and I'm, I'm a, apple music uh subscriber and 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 actually have the account so so me and my wife can both listen at the same time about disconnecting each other each other's songs because as much as we have in common uh sometimes the music's not that and um <laughs> anyway um so like I, I, keith and i talked put, in the past man. keith and i talked in the past month that that hey i'm gonna kill itunes and just try spotify and uh and I was so used to the to the iTunes format and just having all my songs saved and everything. I was like, "No, nah, I'm going back." I don't, do think I, I don't think I made it three days. And yeah. uh, so, but uh, you know, we, we, when we talked about you know a lack of connection to music in 2008, I do think it's because 
Uh, one, we were all, you know, seriously in our careers at that time. And like a lot of Gen Xers, uh, we were, uh, when we had that downtime, we're looking to connect music that we connect that, that, that we're passionate about. That was part of our growing up days, part of our, you know, life's memories. And, and as we listened to newer songs or newer artists in 2008, you really started to hear a different type of sound. And as I go through some of the albums, you hear a lot of, there, there's some artists that we definitely say, yeah, I know exactly who that is now. There's also a couple artists you're like, I have no idea who that is still. And, uh, and so we started to lose that connection a little bit. So if you look at top album sellers of 2008, uh, we've all heard this name now, but the number one album was Lil Wayne, uh, the, the Carter three album. And I have, I had to Google it and I think I, or I YouTube it and I, recognize the song we've heard a few times but uh coldplay which i think both all of us know to some extent I uh the viva la vida album uh, was uh, number two uh taylor swift uh fearless was number three uh, you're talking Kid about Rock. an artist artist that's definitely stood the test of time you gotta yeah. give taylor swift credit i mean just this year she's crashing the internets for her tour i mean and yeah, this is yeah. 2008 so we're talking what um, nine twenty one two two uh, fifteen years later, she's still. Yeah. I mean, and, and many artists that they don't last that long. So yeah, yeah. By the way, no yep. little Wayne, as in oh Bruce okay. Wayne. I didn't. I didn't hear that right. That's why I typed it in the chat. I, I was kidding. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. That's why I asked for clarity. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Good question. Oh man. Um. Number four was Kid Rock, uh, Rock and Roll Jesus, which I know a little bit. And and mm-hmm. uh, so when I heard the song, I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, ACDC's uh, Black Ice album was number five. I don't know uh, if I Taylor, know that one. Taylor Swift, again, was number six with yeah. uh, the Taylor Swift album. Um, Metallica, Death Magnetic album came came at number seven. Uh, this next one, T.I. is the artist. Texas Instruments. Uh, yeah. yeah. They make Call great calculators. Album called Paper Trail. And, um, so yeah, great job of calculators. Um, um, <laughs> uh, num- number nine was another artist I haven't heard of named Jack Johnson. I mean, Jack Johnson, he's a, he's a, a, a singer songwriter, really good acoustic guitarist. Um, you think, think of like coffee shop music type people. I think he was from Hawaii actually, or he recorded a lot in Hawaii. Really good chill music. I, I Are like you making this up or no, you know, no, I like to say he had a good popular song in 2008. I think it was. I yeah. Was back in that day, it was really, really good. So <laughs> what album was it? Yeah. Uh, it was the sleep through the static. Album, oh, okay. Which, you know, this is uh, etched in my memory as awesome. <laughs> Garth Brooks. Uh, uh, the, then, the, the, the album Jeff I liked Johnson. of his was In Between yeah. Dreams, but that was I don't think that was the end. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I wish we were comfortable uh playing some music clips on this format, yeah. but obviously that takes a lot of uh permissions and and we uh, have to get our our, our, uh, our legal team on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely will. We'll, be nice. we'll send that send that down to the legal department. I think as as unfamiliar as we are about nine, uh, 2008 music, if we ever flash back to the 70s and do do a future oh, 70s yeah. year, it might be at the same type of challenge. It's going to be very you know. It's funny how each generation has kind of a tunnel of yeah. of art that they know. Like you yeah. know, like it'll be interesting. Like for Noel, for our kids, um, you know, they're they're so. In, I don't know. I don't know how your son and daughter are, but Hayden is massively 
enthralled in music right now. Oh and yeah. Big time. So, and, and I don't know, like he'll, he'll introduce him to me. Cause I'm always like, Hey, give me something new. I want to hear it. And mm-hmm. he's got some cool stuff. Um, uh, but it, it'll be interesting to see how, when he becomes a parent, is he going to be, I'm assuming they will be disconnected just like we are, but it's just yeah. so funny how that changes. So, Oh yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Yeah. And then the uh, number 10 album for 2008 was Beyonce. I am. Okay. Uh, album. So um, anyway, yeah. That's she another artist winning. that's just really stood the test of time, really. Yeah, I was about to say that she won a Grammy the other night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I didn't watch the Grammys, but I heard that she won another one. I was like, my goodness, she's yeah. won. And I think she just announced a huge a world lot. tour. And so, yeah, she's still going yep. really strong. Houston yeah. connection. That's right. She needs another mansion. So time to exactly. go on tour. Can't have enough. <laughs> that's how you buy mansions these days. So yep. and, as we look at top singles for 2008, uh, you've all heard this song by Flo Rida called Low. And, um, and I, when I say the name, you're like, don't know it, but oh, when you hear it, yeah. Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Florida. <laughs> yeah. Flo Rida. <laughs> Featuring T-Pain, by the way. Yeah, How so. many listeners of youth have we just lost? <laughs> I mean, I think we've already agreed that I, anybody, anybody born after 2000 is not listening to us that's at all. True. So who cares? That's um, true. <laughs> true. Uh, the number two single was by an artist named Leona Lewis. Leona oh, Lewis. Leona Lewis. Yeah. Uh, Eating Love. Yeah. Uh, I know that one. Number three was by Alicia Keys. Title was No One. And uh, I know if as you listen, search this, you'd be like, okay, I know that song. Mm-hmm. Next one, uh, I have not heard of, uh, Noel is by little Wayne. Okay. Uh, called lollipop. And, um, like a remake of the song from like the fifties. Take an old. That one. <laughs> oh boy. We are killing it in this episode. Um, <laughs> no, number five was, uh, by, uh, was apologized by one Republic. Oh, that's a good song. Yeah, that yeah. is a great song. Yeah. He does like listening to the songs. Like, oh yeah, I know that one. Uh, number six is uh, a song called "No Air," performed by Jordan Sparks and Chris Brown. Um, I remember Jordan Sparks was in The Voice, I think, or American Idol, one of those two. Anyway, um, number seven song. Called a song called "Love Song" and it's sung by Sarah Bareilles. So, as you've been going through, I can I can honestly tell you that I've just listened to Lollipop. It is not, and I repeat, it not. is not the former one. All um, right, and no. let's not talk about the Lollipop he's referring to. Uh, okay. <laughs> Back to you. Yep. All righty. Number eight uh, was by Usher, featuring Young Jeezy. Easy, easy. That's it. Uh, love in the club. Love in this club. Yeah, like the golf. It's a golf song. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yep. Maybe. maybe. Guy shot a bogey round. Uh, yeah. Then the last I, last few songs that's were. The only, uh, that's the only round I shoot, man. Is a bogey round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the last two, number nine, number ten, were both sung by um, the artist Chris Brown, which I don't know who that is. And the songs are "With You" and "Forever." So. Oh, Bobby Brown. Yeah. yeah I don't know if they're related. Probably. Chris anyway. Brown, if I remember right, wasn't he the one that got a lot of, like, he had a lot of violence or arrests or something happened to him. Bobby Brown did too. Yeah. So. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I think he had a lot of legal problems, if I remember right. But he was really popular as an artist. 
yeah. especially in 2008. Apparently. So as, as we look at the, um, the, the artists that we lost in 2008, the list was fairly lengthy, but I really sort of just kept the ones that I've, I, I knew off the top of my head uh, was Isaac Hayes hmm. uh, passed in 2008. So did Bo Diddley. And I know Bo Diddley was a, a big uh, guitarist and, uh, hmm. and jazz performer. Um, an Eartha Son kit as well. Bo, Bo Jackson commercial. Yeah, with yeah. Bo Diddley. Diddley. Remember I that? remember that one, yeah. Go ahead. Who was the one after Bo Diddley? I was uh, Eartha Kitt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Big time singer in the history of... Didn't she sing God Bless America? Or who, what, it was, what was her big... I imagine when she was alive, she sang God Bless America. I mean, I've sang God Bless America. Yeah, I know. I know. Your, but there was your a version Noel is fantastic. Did she, did she sing the, the the national anthem once or twice? I, guess. <laughs> I think she's saying now she's the one that's saying happy birthday. <laughs> I mean, there is so many middle fingers flying out of my brain right now. <laughs> happy birthday really just brings a tear to my eye every time. She's she's the one that's saying Santa baby to begin with. So oh, there's okay. where she came from. I was like trying to remember where her big came for that was what it was santa baby i sometimes i love you all and sometimes i hate you all today <laughs> is the latter i just uh, <laughs> um, that's that's what friends are for man. it's 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 hate out of love it's fine it is it is <laughs> brotherly brotherly hatred that's right uh so in 2000 mariah carey's touch my body album or song becomes her 18th u.s chart topper and set the record for most U.S. number ones by a solo artist. Wait, oh, we're wow. back to songs? I thought we were just doing deaths. Just we... highlights. Yeah, we're, we're moving on I past dead people. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, Madonna's up. Sticky and Sweet Tour, which, by the way, Noel, the picture you shared of Madonna a couple of days ago, just that's not Madonna that we knew. But um, Oh, my gosh. So for anybody, that the listeners, if you haven't seen the picture of Madonna uh, at the Grammy Awards, I I saw it. And I didn't know who she was until I read the comments on Twitter uh, that talked about it being her being Madonna. Oh my gosh. She has had so much surgery. She's 64 years old, but I don't think wants to age. And so she's got a deep pockets and she got all the surgeries done. Yeah. So uh, unrecognizable. Um, really? So I sent that picture to the guys and they were like, Whoa, my had gosh. No idea that was. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. Anyway, her, her uh, Sticky and Sweet tour became the highest grossing female tour of all time in 2008. Wow. Uh, also that year, uh, Lady Gaga uh, released her first studio album called The Fame. Mm. Uh, Katy Perry also released her first studio album called One of the Boys. Nice. And then, um, sure, you know, we talked about Taylor Swift, how current she still is. But in 2008, she released her second studio album called Fearless. Okay. So mm. um, anyway, so those, those three right there are still continuing to uh, – be current these days. I always, it's interesting that you put Lady Gaga and Madonna together because I've always felt like Lady Gaga was kind of a, this generation's ver not this generation's, but the continuation of who Madonna was to us. Absolutely. And it took me a long time to appreciate her. Yeah, um, really did, but she's pretty spectacular of an yeah. artist. Yeah. You know? I mean, cla a great classical singer. I mean, I, I mean, I, one of my favorite Christmas songs with her is where she and, Tony Bennett sang together mm -hmm. and uh, just fantastic job. And anyway, uh, as, as we I, get, go ahead. I had a bad, I had a bad reaction to her the first time I saw her um, because I think she, I could see that she was so 
nakedly trying to replicate or uh, replace Madonna. I'm like, you mm -hmm. can't be, you can't replace Madonna. There's only one Madonna, you know? So it's sort of like, um, there's not, a, there's not ever going to be another one. Mm -hmm. I think when she kind of stopped all the flamboyant garbage and the, the, all that stuff and just like, just seeing, yeah. I started to really like her. And then she yeah. started, she was in a couple of movies, I think too. And, mm -hmm. um, saw some videos about her and stuff. Yeah. She is, she's a really good artist. I think a pretty good, um, just that's totally changed on my, my opinion about her. Yeah, agreed. But, agreed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have any posters of her or anything in my house or anything, but I think right. she's, I, I like her music. Yeah, me too. So. Me too. Um, wrapping up with the Grammys. Uh, so the album of the year, I'm always confused by, because so far the the albums we talked about, uh, and how they who they actually recognize at the Grammys are always different. It's never like the highest grossing. Right. It's, I, I guess it's a their the Grammy committee's opinion of what the best musical performance is or whatever. Anyway, so the album of the year for for uh, 2008 was uh, Robert Plant and Alison Cross, the Raising Sand album. Interesting. And uh, so you didn't see that. And they, those two also won record of the year uh, for <laughs> the Please Read the Letter uh, record. And then uh, Song of the Year was by Coldplay, Viva La Vida. And then uh, Best New Artist Winner. Any guesses who that was? New Artist Winner? Well, mm -hmm. was it Lady Gaga? Nope. Someone we haven't talked about yet. Huh. Somebody that's very current. Very current. Female. That's a hint. Female yeah, it is. I don't very know. current female singer Adele. Oh Adele. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. oh. Seemed like wow. she'd been around longer than than 2008, right? But uh, hmm. anyway, so the, I think the story of 2008, when you think about just for our generation, especially where we were in music, uh, the the advancement of technology really sort of kept us, I think, connected to what we grew up listening to, and less interested in what. Uh, was current at the time and um hmm. our time in front of a tv watching mtv was a lot less our time uh, really you know hanging out listening to the radio was a lot less than it used to be so uh so when we did spend spend time listening to the radio it was streaming it to listen to our favorite songs from our college days or, or mm -hmm. our childhood or whatever it was so anyway um and i i'm willing to, to bet that as we get closer to the current so we're talking about 15 years ago so not that long ago in the grand scheme of things, but I think probably even music that's released in the last five years, we feel even, even less connected with. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so oh my goodness, I think one thing I'm going to try to do is at least try to pay a little more attention to what is currently going on in the music world and just try to understand the songs. And, and, uh, cause there's a lot of passionate artists out there these days mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, you can get caught up and, are they trying to tell me a political or, or emotional or relationship message or whatever it is? But, but yeah, you know, I just want to know sort of what's going on because mm -hmm. I don't feel like the music coming out these days is as great as what we grew up with. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think I also owe it the fair shot to give them a chance to listen to their music. And um, yeah, so I, I agree with you. And, and I think that, uh, there are some fantastic artists that get, there's so much of the, you know, the, the, the rap, the same sound, everything is sound so similar, but if you can sift through some of that to find the really good artists, there are a ton. 
And the problem that we're having now, it's the same thing that we're having with TV and, and, and movies and all of these things, because it's overload. Like you look at the eighties, the seventies, the sixties, the fifties, there was a streamlined amount of music and a, and a finite amount of music. Now there, there are limitless avenues to find new songs, whether it be recording artists, whether it be people who are just trying to get on TikTok, it's, it's, there's, there's so many avenues of music that it's just kind of created so much noise. It's, it's hard it, it, it's hard to find something that you can be so passionate about. And I don't know if it's ever going to be that way, like it was for us in the eighties and nineties mm -hmm. and, and with these things that we hold on to, because it's just, there's so much, but yeah. yeah, there's, there's a lot of really, really cool artists and it's fun. Like I say, I, I try to get my kids just send me something cool or I'll like, when we go on a road trip, okay, put, put on something that you want to listen to. And I've, I've actually gotten some really cool, like post Malone Hayden really likes him. I like him. There's a guy named Ty Verdes. That's great. Um, it, there's a lot of really cool artists that are out there right now, but like I say, and, and I love the way you illustrated this, Steve, that we got so caught up being able to find the stuff that we were nostalgic with. And, and again, probably why we have a lot of listeners and, and followers on this, on this podcast is we're, we're so um, able to be tied to the things that we're passionate about that maybe some of the new stuff got, we got carried away from because of, of our ability to keep in touch with the, the things that really, you know, encapsulated us. It's kind of yeah, interesting the way yeah, you put that. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's, if you think about it back in the day, I mean, um, if you wanted to be, if you were an aspiring artist, your way to break into the industry was to like make a tape and then get it to the right hands of, mm -hmm. of, you know, and now with all the stuff online, all the streaming services, that barrier to entry into the market is almost non-existent. Like you can, as long as you've got an account, you know, you can upload anything you want and other people can download it. And then that's how you're found is by downloads. So wait, it's wait. look at it's us. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, 20 years ago, we couldn't be able to report, record something and put it out for the world to hear. And, and yeah, we're doing right. it, you know, sorry for everybody having to listen to us, but we're able to do this and do something we really <laughs> hope that people yeah. can be excited about, you know, it's, it's, it, it's a great time to thank our listeners. We've had, we just passed 800 downloads. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in two yeah. months since we started this and i i uh that's amazing like I, by the time this by the time this plays that number is going to be old like we'll have a lot more than that but oh, as yeah. we're recording this today uh you know it is we're already there and it's it's amazing to think like you're right you're right though keith like how would this have been done back in 1980 no like, way it wouldn't have been done no. there's no way no. we'd had to be on like a tv station or a radio station or something yeah. like that and here we are just talking so yeah. it's pretty weird. crazy pretty crazy absolutely technology guys that is it's amazing like you know 1995 when we talked about technology you know there was the beginning of um you know real audio or real player i believe launched yeah. that year and that really sort of was like the the trigger that made a lot of what what's available in 2008 right now that we're talking about uh, mm -hmm. possible and of course technology has significantly advanced in the following 13 years after 95 but um it is amazing though that 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 there are so many different types of music. The music is so diverse, and especially in two thousand eight, uh, uh, represents you know just so many different parts of the world. And uh, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. while we may not connect personally as well as we do to the songs, uh, definitely a lot of respect for for the the variety of artists and the variety of uh, of emotions and passions that are put mm -hmm. out there in, in their songs. And so, and I think is, that the two thousand twenty the twenty twenty pandemic. 
I, I really passionately believe that in the next few years, we're going to have some of the coolest songs come out. Because you think about the artists like to talk about a lot of sad things and pain and, and bring it out and through their emotions, through lyrics, right? There's There must have been so much written while people were home trying to cope with life. Oh, no I really believe that in the next five years, we're going to have an explosion of awesome music and TV. And a lot of a lot of people had time to really think of some creative things. And so I'm really excited about what's going to be coming out in the next few years. I think it's going to be a brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually working on a song that I'm currently uh, pinning called Thank God for DoorDash. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> that got everybody through uh, the pandemic. And, right. Uh, <laughs> I got the words, just don't have the background music to it yet. So, you know. You got you to gotta work in Margaritas by the Gallon yeah, somewhere. Yeah, into your lyrics. We stand away again with Margaritas from DoorDash. That's right. By the Gallon. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that is the, uh, the year of 2008 in the world of music. So uh, we'll see everybody back next time whenever we talk uh, about 2008 sports. Uh, and I know a very, very special moment that happened in the world of 2008 um, in the world of sports. And I can't wait to chime in during those. Um, uh, yeah. We're I, at least 10 minutes to that, to that moment. <laughs> yeah, we'll skip right past that. Um, <laughs> no, 2008 sports was, uh, you, you got to listen to that episode. I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, 2008 sports was one of the best sports years, like maybe ever. There was a, in my research, um, there were some people that were debating whether or not it was one of the greatest sports uh, years of all time. So, really? Yeah. One of the best endings to a Super Bowl that I will tell you about in the next episode. A, uh, Wimbledon final for the ages um, and then an Olympics that set records like records that nobody ever thought would ever 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 be broken were broken and then to cap it all off a golf championship won by a, a guy who pretty much did it on one leg so wow you got to stick around for all that it is uh it's an interesting an interesting year in sports and i can't wait to talk about it in the next episode and now you pique my interest good stuff that's awesome good stuff okay awesome. well we'll talk to everybody on the sports of 2008 episode thanks everyone awesome. thanks everybody thank you everybody thanks for listening to the Wayback chronicles all shows are written and produced by noel Keith and Steve. Massive thanks to those who made these memories possible for us through the years. All songs, sounds, and effects have been attributed in the comments section and through links listed on waybackchronicles.podbean.com. We look forward to taking you way back again in the very near future. Music